Elohim spoke all these words, saying, I am Yahweh, your Elohim, which brought you out of the land of Mitzrayim, and have brought us slavery. You have no other mighty ones against my face. Do not make for yourself a carved image, or any likeness of that, which is in heaven above, which is in earth beneath, which is in the waters under the earth. Be not down to them, nor serve them. For I, Yahweh Elohim, am jealous El. This is in the crookedness of the fathers, on the children, to the third and fourth of those who hate me, but shall know my commitment to the thousands of those who love me upon my commands. You do not bring the name of Yahweh to not, for Yahweh does not even punish the name to not. Another Shabbat to set it apart. Six days you will do all your work. Seven days the Sabbath of Yahweh. In it, you will do work. You, nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your male slave, nor your female slave, nor your cattle, nor your stranger within your gates. For in six days you will heaven and earth to see, now that is in them, and rest the seventh day. Therefore, you are blessed to have a day and set it apart. Respect your father and your mother, so that your days are prolonged upon the soil that you have has given you. You do not murder, you do not commit adultery, you do not steal, you do not bear false witness against your neighbor, you do not covet your neighbor's house, you do not covet your neighbor's wife, nor male slave, nor female slave, nor ox, nor donkey, whatsoever belongs to your neighbors. I 
just this week alone, we probably done put eight people out of the ministry. Just a fool. How hard is it to be holy? To set apart and be It ain't hard. I've been doing it all these many years. How hard can it be? The old pastor died. I'm going to embarrass a lot of you people. Here and in other people. Because we don't get you out. And the people coming in, they won't take this as serious as we have over here. Does that make sense? But they're, believe it or not, you can do more than two people. They mean business with God than 20 people that are hypocrites. That are lukewarm hypocrites. That's real talk. You know, some of you read the book like you should. I said, watch some of you. don't think I'm watching. I'll call you up here. Wouldn't it be embarrassing to bring you up here and put a mic in front of your face and say, here, close attention. Friends are supposed to remind us that the commandments on the table are a lot harder, right? If they're really on the table of your heart, you should be able to hold the commandments. I mean, I believe I wouldn't saw my sister. I saw right here with our brother. So called me. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Regardless of what Satan is doing, no matter what he's doing, the remnant is still getting strong. And I, and I don't mind telling you, man, I'm telling you, Satan is playing serious hardball, man. But we playing, we playing hardball right back, too. Right, here we are, too. We had a couple of phone calls. Pastor Dow, uh, boy, what do you think about this? I, I tell you what I think about it. Tell them bye. I asked one or two questions. I'm okay, good. Tell them, see you later. And it's simple. It's nothing personal. You, know, you understand what I mean when I say it's nothing personal? It's obvious that you ain't equipped with it. Does that make sense? What if I turn around and repeat the same things over and over again for some of you? Y'all take me serious as a pastor? Come on, think about it, Greg. Call me. I'll, I'll can use it over and over again. Suppose if I can just show up and serve it any time I want. My elbow be hurting sometimes. It wouldn't give me a reason not to come I mean, the book says if there's any sick among you, what are you supposed to do? So unless you're on a stretcher, you should be here. I don't want to infect nobody. You already infected. Uh -oh. See what I mean? Like I said last night, who can you rebuke? People wear their feelings on their sleeves. Don't Act like they're so perfect that they can't be correct. Hmm? Or wait till we get to the dining hall, because I know some of y'all didn't get my message that I did on community part two. I'm gonna make sure that everybody got undivided attention. And we may even listen to it twice. Now let's just go back in history for a second. Anybody ever heard of coordination interference? I heard it before. Hmm? Now, we heard of them, but do you know what their problem and their issue was? Hmm? 
They want the priesthood. Don't mind people being the priesthood. Just that if y'all ain't equipped for it, you ain't getting it. Just tell me. So that's going to be, and we might even lose a few minutes. By the time I get finished before Passover. But, I always know this about y'all. He adds by subtracting and multiplying by dividing. And when I tell y'all, when I tell y'all it's nothing personal, it truly is nothing personal. We're about our father's business, right? It's a business decision. You can't cut the mustard, I'm going to make a business decision. We got to fire you. Go and work over at the corporation of the Hebrew camps or the Christian camps. Can't work here. We're busy working out our salvation. There's no way you should have repetitive offenses if you really truly repent. Uh oh. No, no, no way. No way. Because the most I won't let me get by with it. I know he ain't going to let nobody else get by with it. Relapse. Over and over again. Do y'all y'all comprehend and understand that people just truly don't love the Father? They truly don't love him. They want to be saved, but they won't be will. You know what I'm saying? Yet yeah, they do want their will. But they won't want him. It's a sad thing because myself personally, I think that Joshua deserves not just a piece of them, but all of them. That's my personal opinion. You know what I mean. What sacrifice can anybody give him that he hasn't already given? There, there's a certain class of people that are always destroyed of the destroyer. You might get me. Murmur. Murmur. Usually the people that's doing the most murmuring produce the look, produce the less. They produce not much at all. But we're going we gonna to get busy even more so. This dead season, I, I'm mad busy. Some reason I try to take my cell phone to the music. You know, it says not to me, but I don't know why in the world they're not to do this. Then they'll dub text and I can receive y'all, but I can't. But I, you know, hey, Joshua said you're going to be hated for all men, of all men, for my name's sake. So I got to give people a reason even more, so they already hate me anyway. Anybody see anything on Facebook from Beloved Dahoo? He didn't go and listen to it, so I gave him an opportunity to hear what I had to say. There's a time and a season for everything. Are you following? That's one thing I commend Michael Israel for because he, he lost a lot of, I'm going to say, associates. I'm not going to say friends because friends love us all the time. And there's a friend that's sick and closer than a brother. And so I, I can't call them friends. I'm going to say associates, acquaintance. You know, I, they can't, they ain't truly. No, they ain't. They're not friends. 
And it was painful for him to ask if, if Daoud, Daoud, come and rap at the conference. And all he y'all heard my words, right? He can wrap his ass around his seat. You know, there are certain things that are vexing and grieving. You understand what I mean? There are certain things. We love rejoicing and singing and dancing probably more than anybody in the Israelite community. When it's time to be here, the faith come by hearing, we need to be hearing. When they messed up, it's the same thing in these so-called Hebrew communities and stuff. It's the same thing that goes on in church. They, they play 90% music. Maybe 10% word. And the people go scream, holler, jump, shout, sweat, and then they go back to their life the same old way unconverted and they have not received any conviction whatsoever at all. Long, long time ago when we went to assembly, if, if we didn't come out of that place feeling like that we had got finished being raked through the coals, we didn't even feel like we went to church. You know what I mean? Because there's always something to So when I say nothing personal, ain't nothing personal. Oh, we follow our father's business. I ain't angry at nobody. Just that I got to make moves. I got to do things. Because the devil, boy, he got this thumb on the back of our neck. Oh, boy, I've already been making moves now. Most of you don't ever hear it and see it. But believe you me, it's being done. I'll be surprised opening up for 900. I'll be surprised if we get 600 this Passover. But we got to prune, though. If you prune, you're hoping for a greater yield, right? So you prune real good, then you give it a couple of years, the yield will come back even more greater. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep, we've lost the fear of Yah. And you would think, as we see things going from bad to worse, it will cause us to be better. Did I get this wrong? It would cause us to be things, I mean, to hear things and to really, truly, sincerely consider what the word is. You understand? I mean, we song spiritual things, showed you how to walk, how to live. You understand? Now, man, if I sit up here, oh, that was a good call, cast. I called a little bit of what I heard. I, I, let me see if I can remember. So I think that said that any of y'all get mad and upset over another woman? What to help me out here? That uh, loves another man who has a spirit of adultery? Is it something like that? What does it say? Opposing religion. Spirit of adultery. That means the people who barking the loudest, the ones who really got the issue. Why would you oppose something that, that y'all had already made laws for? We often brag about his laws, his statutes, and his commandments. Huh? Why would you oppose something like that? Now, I'm telling you right now, men, y'all better be careful about you know, these women now. Boy, you, you better move slow as a snail. 
And I'm not saying that because y'all all of that in a bag of chips. Y'all, so a lot of y'all are a sack of shits. That's real talk. Y'all so far from being a man, it's ridiculous. See, what we, what we, the problem we got is, is we have the residue of our old man still stinking up too much. Old man, old attitude, old ways, they're, still, they're just still stinking up too much. And when they're stinking up real bad and stuff, that stink is going to eventually get on somebody else. Somebody smell your funk, and they're going to come around, and they're going to want to be funky too. Yes, sir. I don't mind. I, I, I sat up there, and I was thinking. I was meditating this morning. And I was thinking over the years. Now, we all have had our share of correction to improve. Anybody? Anybody? Me. And of course, some of the, the worst correction is self-correction. No, and when you get to that point, that ain't nothing nobody can say. They, they can do what you've already been done to yourself. Anybody ever been there before? You've been there before? So there ain't nothing nobody else can say that you you, you about like this. In other words, you can't do to me what I've already done done. And then you got to ask yourself a question. Why would somebody want to overrise you when you're already down in it? I'm gaining a lot of a lot of support, a lot of people. But I have to be careful about the type of people that want to come in. People have an agenda. So imagine six. 32 and 33, then attention and focus first. But man, I often wonder how long, how long will God continue to deal with us before we actually get some of these canonizers of fire uh, things taking place right in front of us. You understand what I mean? Ananias and Sapphira. Anybody know about Ananias and Sapphira? Read, read Matthew 6, 32 and 33 real quick and then go over to Acts chapter 5. Let me start at verse 31. Yeah, go ahead. Therefore, take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or... Now, what, when it says take no thought, that means don't sit up there and meditate. Think on you understand what I mean? Don't even concern yourself with. Take no thought of what? Give me some bass up there, man. I sound like a killer. What shall we eat or what shall we drink or wherewithal shall we be clothed? Y'all hear that? They're not what the majority of the people worry about today. And here's the Messiah. Maybe he don't understand. He's not here in 2021, is he? He says, take no thought, and that's all we're thinking about. Uh-oh. Huh? What are we going to eat? What are we going to drink? How are we going to do? Now, that thought has been really removed away from the minds of the people who live on community. You ask our sisters, they don't have one thought in into their head if we're going to eat. 
They're wondering what we're going to cook. Now, tell the truth, sister. Do y'all even, is, is there even a fearful thought that even come up in your mind about not being able to eat? Nope, not at all. Isn't that amazing? Hmm? Now, she would say, take no thought. Because, you know, there's that, that European English, though, isn't it? <laughs> take no thought. <laughs> Read this stuff, man. You go schizophrenic. Trying to figure out what they're trying to say. You don't already have the sign. Read. For after all these things, do the Gentiles seek? See, that's what they seek after, right? Come on. For your heavenly Father knoweth that you have need of all these things. But seek you first. Ah. Now, when you got first, there's nothing to come before first. Is that right? From you seeking further first. Seeking wide first. Uh-oh. Seeking and trying to figure out how you can get on community stuff. How you going to be accepted into a home fellowship or community. I mean, the Bible says a man's gift makes what? It said a man's gift. Make room for him. And what does it do? Bring before what? Great men. He must be great men. I mean, I... Look at old Nathan Sarah over there, man. Sometimes I call her Sue. Oh, why don't I call her Sue? I've been knowing her name is Sarah, but I've been like, Sue. 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 She'll go. Ain't no sense. What are you thinking about, Nate, man? I remember just barely seeing him at the Hebrews and Negroes conference. He showed up in a lot of pictures, though. He was in every picture just about. Background, sideways, everywhere. I'm like, damn. Came here, worked a few times. Hey, this brother got a, got a pretty good spirit. He got a good spirit, too. And I told him, good, go back home. The time you leave me, let me know. And it wasn't even at all in my thoughts while I was coming on the community. You what I said? Not at all in my thoughts. Not at all. One day, the and then a little witness come, and I go, oh, Y'all get that, right? No, some of you don't. Because, see, when you accept someone into your home, they, then you have to deal with their humanity. I only know total amount of time. Of, of both of them, maybe no more, maybe 
12, 15 days. And even at that, as far as time I spent with him, I don't know too much about him at all. Y'all know what I'm saying? The man. Boy, y'all be a good fit. Come on. Y'all want to come. Isn't that something? They leapfrog probably about a, a waiting list that they probably got a hundred people on it. They didn't even know it. Just leapfrog it. Then I start thinking, well, what this, what them two young righteous people gonna do when they get around all these damn vipers here on this community? Oh, look at look, look at look a straight way. I said, damn, we got to preserve them from these damn unconverted spirits. See, we're converted some areas, other areas. We're rusty as I don't know what on. That's the part that concerns. You know, your spirit can wear somebody out that they don't even want to serve y'all no more. Whoa, 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 whoa. I said, boy, I hope they can endure and make this. Hear that? I ain't too much worried about them because I'm worried about the people in the community. Uh oh. That's all. Next thing you know here is Ray and Adela. Hey, they got some excellence here. So we got. Two families have been added. Excellent spirits. Boy, I sure do hate the fact they got us to turn around and see the real reality of Israel. So, because when you come here for a feast day, it's totally different than living amongst Israel. Somebody didn't know that? Y'all didn't know that? Just because we're on community, we ain't got it all together. We're, people didn't think that we're on the front line. We are definitely on the front line. We're wounded soldiers. Y'all privates just got out of boot camp and now you're on the front line. You ain't careful. Some of these people will throw you right out there. Uh-oh. Because they feel like you ain't been around long enough to get striped. Now, there's a word that I know the Messiah taught. He said, the harvest is plenty, but the laborers, and we definitely got that here straightway. We have it. We ain't got too many laboring. It looks like it. That's because the work of a few overshadow the work of everybody else. Y'all hear me? So don't think that everybody in straightway is this avid worker because they are not. Look at them looking at me. Man, I just pulled a rug out one of y'all people. There's some people here got some piss poor attitudes and work ethic. Still ain't, ain't done the attitude and that work ethic ain't improved in over 10, 15 years. Hmm? Pretty damn sorry. That's straight way. Am I telling the truth straight way? 
Everybody wants to be a part of straightway. He can be a part of straightway, but you better know here, boy, ooh, he getting the Brillo pad out. And if it wasn't for a few excellent people that are already here, boy, this place would be chaos. So what we've got is the classic example of the parable or where you've got these brand new people coming in last hour later. You got all these other people been around all this time and they upset that these last hour labor's gonna get the same penny that they they gonna get and they've been here all this time. And they think they deserve all these accolades and pats on the backs and every damn thing else and and we're going to get paid the same thing. That lets you know how much the Messiah think about you and your EEOC complaints. You see, you see that in y'all? They don't care. You've been doing this. Y'all don't give a damn that Pastor Dow been doing this for 30-something years, laboring and stuff. I'm still going to get the same thing. Not there. You could have been in this two days and stuff before the king comes, and we're going to still get the same pay. You think I'm going to complain because you're getting the same pay? Hmm? I'm just hoping that you have respect for the sacrifice. Uh oh. How many times we're warned in the Bible this is an ungrateful and unthankful generation? Of course, that ain't you, though. When you read that, you don't read that as you. When you read that, somebody else pops up in your head. But it ain't you. Hmm? Keep going. But seek you first the kingdom of Yah mm -hmm. and his righteousness. And his what? His righteousness. Come on. And all these things shall be added unto you. Don't get that. Last night, Brother Daniel called up Elder Rufus. Elder Rufus told him, get rid of him. Daniel got his first dagger in his heart, second dagger, really. You know, you brand me, you the head of the community. You got to put people out of the community, put them out of fellowship and stuff. That stuff don't feel good. Got some news for you, Daniel. Feels the same every time. Don't get no easier. <laughs> Doesn't get any easier. Had to put this little out. He said, what really got me more than anything is, is I could not get my mind off the child. Now let's go back to Carl, Dathan, and Abiram. See, the way that this account went was is that whenever the adults cut the food, everything that appertained to them went to the pit as well. Now let's go over here to Paul. Paul said, else were your children unclean, but now they are holy. And the reason why they are holy is because of you. 
having the dedication to serve the most high. So they're covered for right now. But there's going to come a time a little bit later on that those children are going to have to learn how to stand on their own two feet and you're going to see if they love Yah. And I'm telling you today that people don't love God. I find myself getting more and more quiet concerning people outside of the ministry. I have tried to show myself friendly. You understand what I mean? Because I'm usually, people don't know me. They, they think they know me when they see the preaching. But they don't, they don't know me. They don't know me. They don't know me at all. But boy, I tell you what, I find myself getting more and more quiet and less tolerable for foolishness, especially among unconverted Gentiles. You know I have to make sure that I'm in line doing things the right way too because uh, you understand, I have to make sure that, I, that the poor are the ones who have a gospel priest. Then I got to make sure that they're fed. You understand? Gotta make sure that. But when some of this foolishness is going on nowadays, man, that stuff should have been put to rest years ago. Some of the things that y'all are going through should have been dead years ago. Years. So I, it's definitely a conclusion that people don't love y'all. Acts chapter 5, verse 1. But a certain man named Ananias. Now, mind you, this happened immediately right after Acts chapter 4, the end of it. For people who had possessions and stuff, they sold what they had. Alright? So, continue on the thought. There was a certain man by the name of Ananias. What did Ananias do? With Sapphira, his wife. With who, his wife? Sapphira. Sapphira, his wife, come on. Sold a possession. See, they sold a possession. At least want to try to make everybody think that they sold a possession. Read on. And kept back part of the price. They did what? Kept back. They kept back part of the price. Anybody ever read this before? Anybody ever read this before? That's why I said last night. You know, I don't know what people are thinking nowadays that, that coming together and living in uh, community is an option. It's commanded. You go to the Torah. How many times y'all heard me say this? You go see what Messiah said. You go to the apostles who understood the Torah and what the Messiah said. Man, what would we be at today if everybody really truly got on one mind? So here's Ananias and Sapphira. So they let you know that when people come, that they had assets. Otherwise, they wouldn't have anything to sell. So they're under the illusion because of these thoughts. Y'all hear that? I say because of these thoughts. Well, that's what we're going to be talking about today, too, these thoughts. They're under the illusion because of these thoughts. See, you, myself, everybody in this world, you make moves according to what's in your head. But many times, 
We don't even slow down the communication enough to even know who or what is communicating. Here's Ananias and Sapphira. Everybody else already done paid the ultimate price. So here's Ananias over here in Sapphira and soul. Read. His wife too, also. Is this too loud for y'all? I'm talking about this mic. Read. His wife also being privy to it. Notice they ain't cahoots together. It ain't no such thing I don't know. I'm privileged. In other words, I'm in on this as well. Come on. And brought a certain part. They bought, wait, wait, wait. They sold, but they bought a what? Certain part. Now, how would you feel if you done gave it off? Huh? How would you feel if you done gave it off, and then all of a sudden these people coming up, and, but they only going to get part? Would that not mess you up? But see, they think that because nobody seen what they're doing, they think that, you know, the way that the Holy Spirit deal with them is the way that the Holy Spirit deal with everybody else. They think that they don't know. Get it? I don't understand. Because if you read this, man, this will make you quake in your boots. In if you got boots, this will make you what? Read on and laid it at the apostles' feet. Can you imagine going up and, and you done sold this and you know what the, you know what, what's required, right? And you go up there and you done sold this and you're gonna make a show open and you're gonna put it right up in front of everybody lay it at the apostles' feet like you are giving it all. That's why I keep telling you, when I start on talking on messages like this, you ain't got nerve, never worry about another preacher coming behind. Not in the United States of America. They ain't going to do it. Let's stop here for a second. Y'all remember the account of the rich young ruler? What did Jesus tell him to do? Do what? Some of you ain't even tried to even work towards that. It's required of them, but it ain't required of us today, right? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. See what I'm saying? Getting comfortable comfortable. Believe it or not, what we're doing now, we're still going to be doing it in the kingdom. What are you talking about, Pastor? Go to Isaiah 65, verse 20. Hold, hold that Acts 5. Man, he's supposed to live by bread alone, right? But we're going to find out. Now, don't get me wrong. The people that are here, that are, that are on the community, that are trying to do this thing in the ministry, they, 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 they have given up everything but their heart. Uh-oh. Wherever your treasure is, that's where your will be also. Give up things physically, but where's your heart at? See what I mean? Is your heart in it? Like Elder Mitch said last night. They're the reason why you go there and you work these ways because your heart is in everything you're doing. See you know what I mean? You ain't got nothing else to do but serve the king. Isaiah 65, verse 20, read. There shall be no more thence 
an infant of days, nor an old man that hath not filled his days. For the child shall die a hundred years old, but the sinner being a hundred years old shall be accursed. Be gone. And they shall build houses and stop. They shall do what? Build houses in the kingdom. Every time we come up here, almost every other Sabbath, we are seeing something that's telling us what we need to be doing. But but you exempt. I ain't talking about you sisters. I'm talking about you men. You exempt. You exempt. Y'all don't marvel about how all this comes out. It just keeps coming up. You imagine one apostle tell you, go over and frame that. You're like, what? I don't know how to do that. Yeah, we know. So the labor you didn't do in the earth, provided that you made it here, we're going to make sure you get it here. And you worry about strapping somebody up to a damn post and beating them and having servants and people freeing grapes. says build you what? Houses. Read. And inhabit them. And do what? Inhabit them. He didn't tell you how somebody else to build. It says you build and inhabit them. Read. And they shall plant vineyards. And they're going to plant what? Vineyards. Vineyards. Y'all don't mind that part, right? There's also talking about gardens as well. And read on. Read. And eat the fruit of them. You plant and you eat the fruit of it. Come on. They shall not build and another inhabit. You hear that? You're not going to be building so that somebody else can inhabit. They shall not plant. I mean, my thoughts would be like this. I'd be thinking about acquiring like half acres of land putting a big duplex on it. You know, I'm talking about big duplex. You know, I'm talking about big duplex. Got a nice three-bedroom over here, three-bedroom over here. Put an Israelite family over here or Israelite brothers and sisters or, you know, a brother over here or, you understand what I mean? I be thinking stuff like that so that so that people don't have to be under the thumb of the Gentiles. That's what I be thinking. But we got, we, the harvest is plenty, but the labor is a few, though. Ain't too many people want to contribute to the cause. See, we don't mind somebody else contributing. We move on into somebody else's blessing. So we can make a ghetto out of it. See, when you ain't got an invested interest in something, you don't too much care. Uh-oh. Myself, personally, my standard operating procedure has been if I ever had to borrow something from somebody, I'll usually try to make sure I take care of it and then bring it back in good condition or either better condition. You know what I mean? That's just a righteous spirit. Anybody else been like that before? You know what I mean? So, Elder Mitch kept saying last night, oh, no, yeah, I'm going I'm to grind now while I'm young. And boy, he grinding too. He feeling it too. Watch it. You need next time, stand up for a second. 
All right, everybody, look around. Everybody clap their hands. Clap your hands. They clap your hands. Now stop. Them the ones ain't going to be with that'll help you to grind. <laughs> the majority of them that did that ain't going to lift a damn finger to come help you grind. Hypocrite. See, that's what a hypocrite is. If we didn't show you what a hypocrite is, you wouldn't know what one is. Huh? They're clapping their hands, rejoicing with you, but they ain't going to be there to help you. When they get a couple of days off, you ain't going to see them. Hmm? Yeah, but <laughs> hypocrites. Stage playing hypocrites. Huh? Watch this. Read. They shall not plant and another eat. See that? So the whole sentiment is, whatever you build, you move into it. Whatever you plant, you eat. You don't do it for the heathens or any other nations. You do it for your people. Is there something wrong with my thoughts? Why in the world do we still got all these Israelites out here paying rent and mortgage to these damn heathens out here? I'll tell you the reason why. Because some of you love to do it. You much rather be up under that landlord than this landlord. There ain't nothing different. When the Most High wrote the Torah, he said, let me tell you how these Canaanites do. Don't you go do that. What's the first thing we went and did? We did like, why? Because we thought that he was opposite. We thought his ways was unequal. Did we not? So everything he told us not to do, we went and did it anyway. Because over here we got laws. You know what I mean? You're not going to make the front yard look like Sanford and something. There's law. But see, you, you want to look like Sanford. You got an HOA. We house inspect. Make sure you ain't funky and got cockroaches in there. What's wrong with that? Ain't you and your brothers keep it? You got to keep the cockroaches out, don't you? You know what I'm saying? Now, all of this has to do with accountability. But see, the heathens don't require no accountability. We have accountability. Now, is that not a, is that not, now, see, the righteous thoughts only tend to plenty. But the wicked always to walk. Y'all hear that? Uh-oh. Now, y'all do know y'all can't be torn around me because I know this word. Not only do I know it, what really puts the proverbial linchpin in it, it's bad when you live it and know it. Nobody else got any wiggle room. There ain't no wiggle room. See what I mean? No wiggle room. So you ain't got to worry about these Israelite camps. They ain't coming behind it. They can't do it. Read. For as the days of a tree are the days of my people. Y'all hear that? Hey, go back to Acts 5. Let's get this so we can get on with these thoughts. So you see, here we are again with another passage of Scripture that tells us what? It didn't tell the women to go build it. 
Lord, where our women don't, I'm, my wife don't want to live on no community. Who give a damn what your wife wants? They're so emotionally unstable, they don't know what the hell they want. That's just the truth. But where did that thought come from? Why would she have a thought contrary to what is already written? See, this is what we got to get to. We got to start checking this shit. Right at the door. But you can't, I know that you don't expect much out of them because you don't expect much out of yourself. Uh-oh. Read. But Peter said. What did Peter say? Ananias. Why has Satan filled thine heart? Hold on. He thought that his little thoughts of holding stuff back and everything, you know, I just put it in here. We'll hide it down here. We'll go get him out a little in. He didn't say that that thought originated with you. He said, why have? So what's filling your head? And some of the things you let come out of this mouth, where did it come from? Because who else could entice someone to take a shortcut while everybody else is giving it off? Uh-oh. Why have Satan... See, wouldn't it be nice if somebody come and lie to me about something like that and they drop dead? That would be nice, man. You know what it'll do? It'll put the fear of y'all on everybody else. Right now, we ain't got no fear. Because ain't nothing required yet. Somebody may die, though. I ain't talking about the old age either. Good thing we got these cameras going, so that way they can't accuse me of killing them. We got multiple streams everywhere. So they can't accuse me and say, I done did anything. Besides that, there ain't no loss of witchcraft anyway, even though we ain't even doing witchcraft. That's why these witches be casting spells and stuff. See, when I be telling us to pray, it ain't that they're affecting us. We can feel the oppressed. You can't, you can't curse that which is blessed. So when I be telling y'all to pray, I'm talking about removing the oppression. Does that make sense? So and Peter said, why have Satan filled? Filled your what? Thine heart to lie to the Holy Spirit? No, no, no. We just dealing with man. Mind you, they laid it at the apostles' feet. And you know what they will say with their mindset? Oh, so now you the Holy Spirit. <laughs> oh, so now you the Holy Spirit. Ain't that the way these thoughts go today? Why if Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit? And to keep back part of the price of the land? See, he didn't think that Peter knew. Peter got the Holy Spirit too. How many times I be in that pulpit talking to y'all, especially some of y'all, and a lot of times I look right at you. I look right at you and tell you what you need to be doing and what you ain't doing. And you just go on Wipe your mouth like ain't nothing ever happened. Ooh, see, see, I told you. 
The reason why we act that way is because the only way that we know that the Holy Spirit is dealing with anybody else is based on the way that I know that he deals with me. In other words, he can't be dealing with nobody else on any other level. But analyzing fire saw another level. Get that? Read. While it remained. While it remained. In other words, it was in your power. Read. Was it not thine own? And after it was sowed, was it not in thine own power? Now, who would ever thought that this would make it in the book? And these two lost eternal life. They didn't even get a chance to repent. Boy, we missing this. I remember Satan provoking David to number the people. Joab told him, no, man, you can't be doing this. Come on, king, you know better than this. Shut up! At least David got a chance to repent, but it cost him. Well, I keep telling y'all, every sin and every transgression will receive a just recompense and reward for the wages of sin. is. See, every single time you do your little screw up and have your little uh, uh, moments and all that, you're going to pay for that stuff. But see, oppression, we don't got to the point, we're used to it now. All we do is adjust. We don't even understand what's really going on. A lot of times we're oppressed because God's using Satan to press you as you're whooping his whooping pole. First thing you want is some counsel for your oppression. When you're in transgression, am I in the book? Did I say something wrong? Huh? Read. Why have you conceived this thing in your heart? You hear that? Why have you what? Conceived. conceived. Why do you give place to this? In your heart. Why did you receive this? You get it? Because it, it, it received, it came in, right? It entered in. Huh? Read. You have not lied unto men. Wait a minute. But what do people think they're always doing, though? Because y'all ain't dealing with nobody on no greater level than what he's dealing with me. That's what everybody thinks. <laughs> y'all get it? That's what they think. Y'all getting this? You think I'd go to hell over the proceeds of a house? <laughs> Land, lands? Shh, you're out of your mind. That's why even to this day, still give off. Well, you don't give it. No, I'm a steward. You just That part you don't understand. But if I'm not a good steward, boy, we'd be broke as hell around here trying to fulfill everybody's lust. <laughs> but there ain't enough money in the world. They, I don't care how, what, we $27 trillion dollars in debt? We would spend $27 trillion in one year in the Israelite community. Yeah, we would. Somebody, I can't no way, ain't no way nobody can spend that. Yeah, we can too. 
We find a way, we'll do it. We will do it. Now you figure out the reason why whenever you ask for money, y'all don't give it to you? Because all it's going to do is just move you far away from it. See, because when you ask, you ask a man so you may consume it on your own lust. That's why he want to keep your hands to the grindstone. Because the more busy you stay, the less for foolishness and for frivolity and time you have for it. See, when you're, in, when you're in need of him, you have to trust him and stuff. Then your focus stays upon him. But if he turns around and he starts pouring all these blessings upon you, you can't receive it. Man, if you can't even quote the commandments now, I can only imagine how much on the back burner y'all will be then. Every once in a while, you may, he may get one thought and you lift up a margarita to him. You mean to tell me, I know I'm not the only one deceived by the way that this heart runs. Because we ain't deceived. We know exactly how this heart runs. Yeah, that's my heart, your heart. There ain't nobody heart exempt. This book is evil, it's desperately wicked. And yes, it is. Yo, your heart, if it had an opportunity, you don't give a damn if you saved, sanctified for 80 years of your life, if it could get you the last day to curse Yah, it would, it would, it would get the victory and then, and then thank the devil for it. That's the heart. Sorry, my heart ain't good. All right. He is. Mm -hmm. That's why Paul will say over in Romans 7, I thank my y'all. I truly thank my y'all. Because boy, I tell you, this back and forth with this flesh, whoof. Man, I don't, ain't nothing but there's only one deliverer. Only one. Read. You have not lied unto men, but unto Yah. He keep on saying that, don't he? He said at least two or three times already. You think you're doing this to man, but you done done this to Yah. Read on. And Ananias, hearing these words. Hey, we, we lost a signal. We lost signal with Brother Shane. And Ananias, hearing these words, fell down and gave up the ghost. In other words, he died. Now watch who's getting ready to come sashay in. And I'm going to tell y'all, women, all the time we be trying to deliver y'all from these wicked hoods that put gag orders on them. Y'all remember the wife of Nabal? Remember what she did? Some of y'all need to bring me some raisin cakes. Yeah, and then let him rise up. Uh-oh. I better get these accounts down in there. <laughs> He's going to have these damn husbands going to send y'all right to a damn hell. A pit. Because they wicked. And all of a sudden, you know, well, I'm supposed to do what he said. Yeah, you do what he said. But what happens to Nabal's wife? He still maintain her integrity. And she said, don't you know who you messing with? I don't give a damn who I'm talking about. Ooh-wee. Mm-mm-mm. That's a powerful count, isn't it? 
Very powerful. And guess who comes sashaying up? Read. And great fear came on all them that heard these things. That's what we're missing in 2021. We're missing great fear. Come on. And the young men arose, wound him up, and carried him out and buried him. That's for the young men, for their strength. They're good with shovels. Come on. And it was about the space of three hours after when his wife, not knowing what was done, came Mind in. You, space of three hours went by. Come on. And Peter answered unto her, Tell me, whether you sold the land for so much? Yes, a fire. Come on, tell me. I'm gonna, you, you sell the land for this much. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-oh. And she said, yay, for so much. Now, let me ask y'all a question. Is deliverance real? I mean, we, we can feel this power of y'all in us with the Holy Spirit when we're dealing with demons, right? Especially when we're doing deliverance, right? Now, how is it that deliverance is real and you ain't seen too many people exercise it for what is so-called the Old Testament and the Apocrypha? But then we get up here after Messiah, he grants us access to his power to have authority over these damn demons. But then we get over here in the book of Acts, all of a sudden, this word, it, it ain't for nobody. It, ain't, it, it, it has the same effect as the other words. There ain't no power to it. It don't really mean that. Ain't that word just as real as deliverance is real? <laughs> ain't that just as viable as Mark 16, 17? And Acts 2, 38? Ain't it? Just as viable. Then, then Peter said unto her, How is it that you have agreed together to tempt the spirit of Yah? Whoa, 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 whoa. To do what? Tempt. You, it ain't in her mind that she's tempting the spirit of Yah. All she did was make a pact with her husband. Y'all getting this? She ain't thinking about, man, come on, man. Oh, no, I ain't. I am not tempting y'all. I'm just talking to you. <laughs> Read. Behold. Behold. The feet of them which buried thy husband are at the door. Now, them guys, them, them young men, they probably had some newfound energy. So they were probably glad to bury their ass. Hmm. Them young men just got finished bearing a husband. Now they're here to get you. Boy, that's a power. I need to seek y'all for that power. Hmm? Hey, the apostles had it. Well, can we have it? Read. And shall carry thee What is going on, man? We can't hear you. Then she fell down straightway at his feet and yielded up the ghost. Now, see the reason why that the word has a total different effect than life is given to it. Spirit is given to it. That's where, that's where the, uh, the conviction and the impact 
gonna go. You read it, man. You. Bad for them. You hear it preached, then it starts shining on you. Uh oh. That's why the book says he chose by the foolishness of preaching to save them that see, everybody don't believe. Because most people get tired of this fear of the Lord stuff. No, for real. Hey, man, I'm tired of this terror and stuff. I always come to school and, and I always got to worry about if I do something wrong. The hell, I'm going out here to serve the devil. You got to worry about that. And the devil will do as thy will. Just know where you're going. You're going to be spending your days with him. That's because that's who you choose to serve. See, I don't see y'all as this oppressive thing. I see him trying to keep me away from the evil. You know what I mean? That's the way I view him. I view him as he's trying to rescue my wretched soul. That's a total different outlook now. Old people, what? Y'all hearing this? See, you'd have never got all of this out of Acts 5 or Isaiah 65 or Matthew 6, unless it was preached. But well, what's the reason for us studying so you already know what's in there? You're fortunate to be able to study because there used to be a time that people didn't care around scrolls. You just had to sit down and believe what the preacher said. Now you get the opportunity to test everything. And we still ain't no better off. We have the actual sword of the word, sword of Yahweh. Sword of the Spirit right here in our hand. See what I'm saying? Ooh-wee. This thing. Part take, man. That we even had taken. None of his work. Batters out of this thing. I can see him like They don't want me down on living with that. Uh oh. Look at this thing. How is that working? And the same thing ain't working. Huh? Definitely. Uh, we can blame that either on the demon of poison. We can blame this on a dead battery. Got to be one or the other. <laughs> what do you think? Uh-huh. Okay. Well, here we go manually. Maybe. Man, this thing is just sitting up there spinning. No wonder ain't nothing working. What is going on? Why we probably done heard the preaching. Oh, we still roll without it, though. Uh-oh. Hey, y'all didn't know Mac. What does that mean when it's got this, this little circle running around? What? Still loaded. It's already loaded.
tax will be reliable. Let's try it here. Lady told me in the chat room, he said, your voice is like music to my ears. I go, oh boy. You know why I preach? You know the reason why I preach? Because I'm fallible and flawed like everybody else. Don't want to give myself no wiggle room. You give it a little bit of wiggle room, it'll, it'll take a mile. Anything going on? They not want it. This thing is cutting a fool. Oh, I do this. Oh, Shut down your No duh. Man, we ain't got there yet. Now you can clap. We're going to see if you still be clapping after we get finished. Both be instant in season and out of season. Ain't you? Proverbs 29 2. When the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice, but when wicked bear rule, the people mourn. Our thoughts and feelings influence. I'll behave. Wow. Patrick, you doing this? What is Y'all see what's going on? Boy. We have the conscious mind and subconscious mind and the imaginations that work in us. All right? Y'all got that, right? Proverbs 23, 7 says, For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. See, now, going back to that account with Ananias and Sapphira, a lot of times when you're thinking in your heart, you need to really, truly realize that a lot of these thoughts that you were doing, they didn't originate with you. I told the people in Jacksonville, Ben, you've been living 30, 40, 50 years and ain't never had one original thought. Everything's been suggested to your mind and heart based on previous experience or environment or what you're familiar with. That's why the book tells us, think on these things. It's telling us what to do because it knows we by ourselves, oh, it's chaotic. It's a mess. You get it? So, boy, as he thinking in his heart so easy, he eat and drink, says he to you, but his heart is not I, I know exactly what this means because I see people like this all the time. They say a lot of good words to me. Boy, they hard ain't good. Y'all hear me? Now, to be sober means vigilant. To be sober. 
individually means to become aware of three fronts of war. Y'all hear what I said? Three fronts of war. I'm going to deal with a few of them. Over in Genesis 6, 5, and Yahweh saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that some imaginations. Hear that? That means even imagination that seem like it's so innocent so that a possibility of being wicked. Get that? But every imagination, and then look what it says, of the thoughts of his heart was only evil how? How often? Continue. All right, imagination, yes. Framing thing. Frame, frame thing. Imagination. Mean you sit up and you carefully think of how to put things together. Mind going to work. Alright? Thought. A plan. Tension. Whether, notice it didn't discriminate. Bad or, but look at this. Cunning work. Very cunning. Hmm? That's the reason why. You know, you ever heard this scripture? This scripture before said that a fool utters all his mind. That's what you have to be careful about what you let come out of your mouth. I tell people all the time, you know, especially, you know, especially those of you who are parents that have children. Man, sometimes your children go up, ooh, me, they do some irritating stuff, don't they? Man, sometimes you just want to tear off into them. I've always gave the advice, never, ever chase your children. Don't want to transfer that. Wait, wait till you cool down. Then get them. That way you can have a clear conscience. You know how many parents that be irritated at their children because their children act just like them? And when they when they spanking them, they really spanking themselves, but they don't feel it. Uh-oh. Would y'all unmercifully chasing us? Then why would we do that to our children when they don't have the ability to resist? When y'all chasing us, he chases us in love, don't he? Get agitated, irritated, upset, and mad, he gonna go whoop your child. Oh, I can only imagine how y'all gonna whoop you. You better be careful. In these areas, y'all hear me? Whatever you do is a clear indication of what you think. And whatever you don't do, that's a clear indication of where your heart is. Your eyes and ears are the two primary means of communication. The world has communicated to you its philosophy to determine the way you should live. Remember me bringing this out? We fell out of our mother's womb, came out of our mother's womb, right? This construct was already in place. They have set up a system in this world and society for everybody to be able to function. And the majority of what we determine what is right and wrong is based on societal norms. Nothing to do with y'all's words. 
depending on what society has promoted, what's morally right and morally wrong. Now, in my day, what society promoted as morally right and wrong, it was pretty clear. Today, everything's permissible. See what I'm talking about? See, in my day, you knew that it was wrong for a man to, to have sex with another man. That was promoted in society. Today, it's legal. You getting it? See what I mean? So imagine with the way that they taught us in the public food system, and then your parents were subject to that same thought pattern, and they trained you to function in this world without God. The only thing they have is a slogan that says, in God we trust. But what God is that? You know what I mean? What God is that? Plenty of gods. But what God is that? You know what I mean? They ain't talking about the one true eternal. But isn't that amazing that whenever we all go through these schools or environments where we've been reared and raised and stuff, how that when we go out into society, we know somewhat how to act based on the school. Now, we could choose to go against societal norms and they have a system of punishment set up called jail. We don't have to know all the laws, but we know what's right and wrong, what society accepts, and what they don't accept. Isn't that right? Yes, we do. None of this has to do with God and the fear of it. So a lot of these things, the way we've been reared and raised, they still affect us today as our so-called, quote-unquote, biblical conviction. Most of us are still convicted by our environment, previous, the way we've been influenced by relatives or friends, but not and, and the things we chose to receive, but not the word. That's why we have to divorce ourselves from every evil way and know the mind of Yah. And I think we can know the mind of Yah and function after what he said. It always will bear well and bode well for each of us. So you're not going to go and learn philosophy and it's going to make you some intelligent person. You're not going to go to these schools. You're going to become some type of guru. And it's, the majority of these people, they get so intelligent that they think they're smarter than the creator. Learning from men's wisdom. You have been trained, and anything that goes against the train, that training is wrong, including the very word of Yah. How many times? We talk about it all the time. You know Yah is clear in this area or passage of scripture in the word or the law, yet it's still because you don't like it. You won't voice it, but watch your attitude. Watch how you frame your imaginations with words. Showing displeasure in the very law of Yah. Watch how you, you, you love your way, but you hate his way. You can't find yourself excited about Yah. Only time you can be excited is when you feel the Holy Spirit, that's it. So you cherry pick the word of God. You got all this over here you love, but when you get over here, you ain't saying it, but you think that you're getting past Yah. When he already told you your heart is evil. Desperately wicked. Don't we do it? Oh, look at him looking. Oh, I ain't telling you nothing either. You already don't know. 
You know it. Romans 12, 1, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of Yah, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice acceptable unto Yah, which is your reasonable service. Stop here for a second. Kabir sends me this article. You know, his ex-wife is out there writing articles now, right? Trying to explain her side of the story. But she's so damn stupid. She's explaining her side of the story, and in her account of the story, she's telling the people how she lied to the children, manipulated the children, so that they wouldn't go with their dad. Exposing herself. But everyone is in darkness, they just as dumb as she is. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. She actually telling on herself? This is unreal. And every day, every month, and every year that go by, Kabir is even that much more vindicated. Wait till she stand before the king. Huh? Let me give you a word here. Let not the wife depart from her husband. But and if she depart, let her remain unmarried. So purpose of that so you can go not get another man, but be reconciled to your husband. Now she on dating sites looking for somebody to be a father to her eight children. Is that not stupid as hell? You had the ultimate father, the ultimate dad, that loved his children, and you expect somebody to come and take care of eight bastards now. They're not bastards because Kabira had them. She has made them bastards. Now the oldest children are cussing out their dad. Do you think that those children would cuss out their dad if they were standing in front of him? Kabir take them big old hands, boy. Forget sacking a quarterback. He sacked their ass. You see what I'm saying? Is that not crazy? Now I'm going to ask you a question. How many women have easily, evilly affected children and turned the hearts of the children away from their father because of some personal issue? They have had. Won't pay for that. I had a woman the other day tell me how bad her husband basically mean shit, right? I said, well, then make him something. Wise woman. Instead of complaining, learn how to build. Isn't that amazing? Learn how to build. Got mad at him. Ain't heard nothing else. Crazy, isn't it? Now, I wonder how she's going to answer for that one in the kitchen. None of my business already know the judgment of y'all. You do too. You see what the foolishness I'm talking about? Well, what if he breaking Torah? Well, let the elders determine it. 
And think about all these so-called judges that interfered in this marriage like Ron Young. You think you're going to go by unscathed? That's why, brothers and sisters, you better be careful about advice, information you give to people. You don't know everything. You better be very careful before you start taking stuff upon you. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good and accept the perfect will of Yah. Now, the majority of the time when you are reasoning, calculating, and thinking, you're usually drawn from previous programs. This is why the word of Yah does not make any sense to you. Example, you speak to me, you seek counsel from me, I totally depend on the word of Yah. You hear what I'm saying? In other words, I may have heard Joe's situation before, but I have to really truly listen because you may tell me something a little bit different than what I've already previously dealt with. So while I'm listening, not only do I have to listen to you, but I have to steal my spirit to be able to hear you, to be able to hear the Holy Spirit. Now, today we don't listen well because you know why? You ain't hearing the Holy Spirit, so nobody else can't hear the Holy Spirit. You see what I mean? That's how we do things. I'm listening for the Holy Spirit to answer, and he always answers by the word of God. If my answer seems too harsh or you disagree with them, check to see if you disagree with the word of God. Because, see, that's what we look like. That's what society has basically done with us, programmed us. To run around a bunch of it, it ain't it ain't filled with the word of God. It's filled with life experience. What Satan wants to do is hack your mind and put viruses in your mind. Did you mention something about your mom in that broadcast? You mentioned something about how your dad committed adultery on your mom, right? Alright, dad committed adultery on mom, so she's bitter. So many years later. All this is done past and gone, right? And now she comes to this assembly. Now all of a sudden, assembly starts preaching biblical marriage. Guess what was unresolved? The bitterness from that previous relation and got her out of his life. Now she opposes y'all when she thinks she opposes man. I wonder how that's going to go down if that they object. See what I mean? That's why the book tells you all the time, you better be careful. Make sure you ain't got no bitterness in you. Better repent for it. See, she couldn't accept biblical marriage based on what has happened. Also, I wonder, I wonder if she was so righteous, I wonder how her life was after her husband was buried. Because usually when women are affected like that, they're a little revenge. I don't give a damn, give a shit. I'm going to lay out with any man I want. Don't know. That's just like when a woman gets molested. You think that she stayed the hell away from me. But crazy that spirit is, she ended up becoming promiscuous. Very thing that you didn't even want to happen, now you done turned into it. Isn't it crazy? See, 
the spirit will, the spirit world knows and we better get king to it real fast. So because she didn't deal with that issue in her heart and put it to rest, forgave it and let it go, when this particular doctrine starts surfacing and stuff, she can no longer serve Yahweh. I wonder if there's been any slander or defamement, falsifying, backbiting, lying, all accompanied with that when she left. Because you know when people leave something, you ain't got nothing really good to say. Why? Because Satan has filled your heart. You get it? I'm going to use that as an example based on what I heard. So what could be going down with you? nowadays that be affecting you even still to this day it may have happened 10 15 years ago now we're at a point where you're dealing with something similar and you didn't resolve it and now you're failing the test today uh oh we must be yeah they put viruses in your mind again I put emphasis on this because the majority of time you're thinking, you're drawing your information based on what you've already stored, been stored in your mind. In other words, if we see something and it's been unresolved, we usually deal with that issue the same way we dealt with previous issues. If you haven't forgiven it, laid it to rest, then ain't nobody can be perfect in your sight. Because you're no longer being led by the word, but by negative feelings and negative emotions. Y'all hear me? This is how slick the devil is. Example, let me tell you. Uh, example. You tell me you're having family problems. Talk about natural family. All right? And I'll say to you, I'll say you don't hate them. You do not hate them enough. Hate. That's a serious word, isn't it? Hate. But society has told us that God is love. Love so much, even love the devil. Y'all is love. But not love, this sloppy love that they promote. You get it? Oh yeah, his love has limitations. So I'll say, you don't hate them enough because if you you can easily get rid of both problems. Then people think I'm a tyrant and crazy. Watch this. Now we go to the Word, Matthew 10, 37. He that love a father more than more than me is not worthy of me. He that love a son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Luke 14, 26. If any man come to me and hate not his father, hate, hate, Jesus said hate. And mother, wife, children, brothers, sisters, and gay in his own life also, he cannot be my disciples. Matthew 6, 33, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for tomorrow. For tomorrow said, take thought of the things itself, sufficient to the day, to evil thereof. You see, my answer came directly from the word of God. Your rejection of my answer is based on your previous program. Now I'm asking us, where are we at in our life? in certain things in the past that still show up today when we see what we will call familiarity. 
give you a chance to discern it. Hear me? Because you failed it then, you left it alone, it's coming back again. It's going to be revisiting you. And when not, a lot of times when it does revisit, it revisits at the most inopportune time. Just when you think it was done. What do you do when it comes back up? See, if you've done nothing about it then, it's going to come back because you're going to have to do something about it now. You know the reason why you got to do something about it? And you know the reason why it comes back again? Huh? Because the most high God has got to get you perfected before you go to the kingdom. Some man's sins go before them to judgment. Some man's sins come out. Y'all, you didn't finish that thing. You didn't resolve that thing. He can't let you get up out of here without it being resolved. With all these scriptures where he's telling you to be perfect. All these scriptures where he's telling you to be holy. All these scriptures telling you to be sanctified like he's sanctified. He can't let that go by. It's coming back around again. Don't be afraid of it. Just do the right thing when you have knowledge and the opportunity. Y'all hear this? Boy, maybe we should have left spiritual warfare alone, huh? You know, when we start talking about spiritual warfare, we are definitely in the house. We're doing some remodeling. Now the battle starts. Now what are you going to do? You got your answer, but did you? But you did not come your way. See, you got the answer, but the answer didn't come your way, right? Matthew four four says, "But the answer said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded forth out of the mouth of Yahweh." But guess what? If you have an issue that is unresolved, you think you care about the word of Yah? You're gonna go back to those same old emotions that was ruling and dominated then. They're gonna show up again, and they're gonna have influence over you right now in order to persuade and persuade your mind to keep you in bondage for even that much more longer. Oh, here it is. Deuteronomy 8.3 And he humbled you and suffered you to hunger and fed you with manna which you knew not. Neither did your fathers know that he might make you to know that man do not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds forth out of the mouth but y'all will do it man live. So the Messiah was actually quoting straight from the law. Is that right? <laughs> so listen to me Israel. The battle is for your mind. Y'all hear me? For your mind. And you are going to continue to, are you going to continue to live your life guided by man's wisdom? Humanism. Y'all hear this? Or guided by the word of the true and living God. Righteousness. Psalms 119, Ward 42 says, Your righteousness is an everlasting righteousness, and your law is the. Hold on. Hold on. But I heard Ashley and Mother Jennifer talking the other night, talking about things that were written in the law that today people despise and hate. They don't say they hate the law, watch their actions or their inaction. Watch their attitude. They hate Yah. You just got finished saying your righteousness is an everlasting righteousness and your law is the, but when did it stop being true? When you disagreed with it? Oh, and the heart is evil. It is desperate. 
See, your opinion is not the truth. Your upbringing and your feelings is not the truth. Yah's word is the truth. Is that right? Yah is and has always been a threat to secular humanism. And will continue to be a threat. 2 Chronicles 7.14 says, If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face, and then what? Turn from their wicked ways. And this is the problem right here. Who's going to tell you, are you going to do it? What's a wicked way and what's not? Because see, to you it, it may not be a wicked way. Is it making sense? Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and will heal their land. Isaiah 55 verse 8. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, says Yahweh. See, we live in a world where people want you to believe in the philosophies of men, masking humanism, I'm going to say secular humanism. See, Christianity is a humanistic doctrine. The happiness of man before the happiness of Yah. Focus on the family. Focus on what? There ain't no family without Yah. Make sense? Warning. And then Paul spoke about it when he's speaking to the, the Simulate Colossus. Beware lest any man spoil you. How do they spoil you? Philosophy justifies you. Philosophy sanctions you and makes you feel like you're right. But you can only do that outside of y'all's word. And vain deceit after the traditions of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. See, we all know this life is a battle against good and evil. Unless you're dumb at first. you got a right to do that too. Some of you exercise it every day. 1 Corinthians 1.17 For Christ sent me not to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not with wisdom of words. Can you imagine me being in a white Christian Baptist church trying to preach this message right now? Oh, I'm going to go even deeper. Can you imagine me being in a black holiness church trying to preach this message? Four of them women will go off. And then all those emasculated men, they'll get upset at me because they can't control the emotions of their wives. Oh, I, I've, I've been to places and preached like this and watched it happen. I kid you not. I remember one day preaching, we came to a little standoff in front of the pulpit. And we had one brother with us. First thing he did was took his knife out of his pocket, click. Y'all think I'm kidding? This is real. Am I telling the truth, teacher? Ain't? We're just getting ready to come to blow over the word. Oh, there was some demons stared up. They were going to get delivered too. <laughs> it was ugly. I never even saw that. Wait a minute. You know it was the righteous word. You know it was God's word. Did they not try to gnash on the apostles? Did they not gnash on the apostles with their teeth? Did they not stir up the people? Did not people who stir up with their preaching? That's how I know I'm preaching right. I'm inside the synagogue and all these people want to hurt me. 
I know I'm doing right now. Can you imagine that? Who would call that the word of God? Very uncomfortable environment to be in, too. So I told we're a little bit different. We ain't taking no ass whoopings. We're going to give them. <laughs> and it was something because there was a spirit in all them people that actually restrained them. But we wasn't moving. Was that not a standout teacher saying? Yes, it was. <laughs> that dad was down there too, and you know him, he all about swinging. <laughs> it was something else. It was something. In church, a holiness church. You know the reason why? Who wanna know the reason why? Got some nosy people. They were having a pastor appreciation. They got all kinds of money to pass it in. And they got people out there selling chicken dinners, laboring, doing car washing, and they're presenting them with $30,000 in cash. And you got folks that live in the project. They got a bum rise with each other just in order to try to get to each other. Whole folks neglected. Many of them walking to get to church through all his labor so they could feed all these fat cats up here and appreciate the past. You know I had a word. You know I had a word. Did I have a word, teacher saying? Oh, yeah. I had a word. Nevertheless, I ain't got invited back there no more either. I preached the word, the same word that the apostles would have preached, or the Messiah would For that, they want to try to come and beat me up. Only one problem. We jumped down from that poor bit, and the brothers over there, they ran to the front right here. Let's get it on. I don't know what it was. You got these young guys. They old boy, they had, a, they had a son named Buck. His name was Buck. He played offensive line in, 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 in school football. <laughs> I looked over at mother and said, you better come get Buck. The Buck's going to get Buck. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Well, well, well. Now who want to be a preacher? Look at him. I thought y'all had a word. Uh-oh. Ah. Anyway, not with the wisdom of the word, or wisdom of this word, or a word, lest the cross of Messiah should be made of none effect. For... Excuse me. For the preaching of the tree is to them that perish. What is it to them? Foolishness. But unto us which are saved, it is the power of. I don't understand. See, 
When I would hear words, me and Brother Shane, we'd be sitting like right on the front seat. When we hear words like this, man, we'd be up there. Man, we get convicted. We'd be sitting there, ah, oh, man, but it's good. It's some good word right here, boy. And I had another word I had, I had an opportunity to preach. Why is it that we only get happy whenever we're singing and dancing? Why come we don't get happy when our iniquity is being shown? I mean, I'll give you the word, right? Isn't it the goodness of God that leads you to repent? Man, see, and we ain't sitting up at that. Thank you. Thank you, Father. We're sitting there trying to figure out how you get past this tent. Man, I'd be glad when this sermon is over today. It may not ever be over. <laughs> this is how you get these spirits simmering. Oh, believe me, I know I get these spirits stirred up too. Man, I've been places, man, I know demons in there, boy, and I do I, 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 I tailor made. Let me see. No, I cooked up that word so good. I, that, that they couldn't help but scream. Hello, there he is. Got him. And one person called me a sickle. I said, really? All because I'm delivering people a demon? Now, I'm getting them out and you want to keep them in. You tell me who's sick. For it's written, I would destroy the wisdom of the wise and will bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this world? Have not Yah made foolishness the wisdom of this world? For after that in the wisdom of Yah, the world by wisdom knew not Yah. It pleased Yah by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. Now, will the Jews require a sign? And the Greeks seek out the wisdom. But we preach Messiah crucified unto the Yehudim a stumbling block. Unto the Greeks, foolishness. But unto them which are called both of the Yehudim and the Greeks, Messiah is the power of Elohim and the wisdom of God. I remember I made a video some time ago. I said to him, I said, hey, Lafayette, Tennessee, don't y'all know y'all got a preacher in the midst of y'all? I'm the best preacher y'all have ever seen in y'all life. Mm. All the rest of y'all preachers are punks and jack leagues. Invite me to come preach. Guess what? I ain't got no invite. And they know it too because I, I meet people all the time up there. Can y'all tell me what this spirit is? I'll be in Walmart or a gas station. Pastor Dow? Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Man, you telling the truth. You are telling the truth. Really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're the only preacher I know up here to tell the truth. And I said, uh, if I'm telling the truth, why ain't you coming to church then? Well, yeah. I said, yeah, I know. I know. You know, you know what the know is, right? They can't deal with the scrutiny. That's how you know Aspot, she's strong as a damn ox. 
You don't give a damn about the scrutiny of this world. You don't give a damn about the scrutiny of these, these vain people's minds. The most popular figure this town probably ever seen, besides that faggot woman that, that uh, what's her name, got a name plastered all over the place. What's her name? Nero White. He was a damn lesbian uh, when, when lesbianism wasn't even popular. Huh? Born with what? Did they do anything about it? Which one is it? Well, I'm going to tell you what that is. That's the curse of Yah. See, most people, they wouldn't even touch it. I'll touch it. Because they, you go read the Torah, that should never, ever, ever happen amongst any of us. Or a human being born with two gentles. That sounds like some Philistine shit. Uh, glory to the king. Look at him looking. Go back to the days of his father. Never mind. <laughs> Elder Mitch goes. Toss him. And, and then the notice, out of there they picked the woman. Hmm. Is that possible somebody can be born with two gentlemen? You know that's paganism. There's got to be some Viking shit. There's got to be some Viking shit. Y'all ain't create nothing like that. That's some interference from the devil himself to bring confusion. Better believe it is. Somebody been messing around. I mean, somebody been messing around. But the foolishness of y'all is wiser than men, and the weakness of y'all is stronger than men. Uh -oh. Well, you see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called, but y'all have chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. And y'all have chosen the weak things of the world to confound things which are mighty. And the base things of the world and things which are despised yet Yah chosen yea and things which are not to bring to not the things that are that no flesh should glory in his presence now while y'all sitting there you know that basically y'all saying y'all a bunch of food he's using you to confound the whole world y'all missed that part though did you so just when you think you all of that in a bag of chips and everything else and stuff, y'all said, no, I'm so foolish, I chose you to be foolish. And I can be foolish. And I'm using you to confound everybody who think they're smart, everybody think they're wise, everybody think they're philosophers, everybody think they're right. So that nobody flesh can be glorying in his presence. And then, and him, you are in Messiah, Yahshua, who became for us wisdom from Elohim. Righteousness also set apart us in redemption, that according as it is written, he that glorieth, let him glorieth in Yahweh. Glory to the King. Psalms 105, verse 3. Glory ye in his holy name. 
let the heart of him rejoice that seek Yahweh. Jeremiah 4, 2. And you shall swear, Yahweh, liveth in truth, in judgment, and in righteousness. And the nations shall bless themselves in him, and in him shall they glory. Now, listen. You cannot ever allow feelings to trump responsibility. Just give an example in that. Most arguments are centered around feelings that predominate, predominate for the self-centered human. All these feelings that predominate for the self-centered human, if it feels good, it must be good. Is that true? <clears throat> if it's true. Matter of fact, I don't know too many sins that feel bad. That's the reason why there's a hook in the job. Don't the Bible say there's pleasure in seeing for us? That's the reason why I get you, because it feels good. Huh? Come on, man. We know that the Torah said, thou shalt not commit adultery, right? Feel good when you're in it. Now, I don't commit adultery. I haven't committed adultery, but it may, I'm sure it'll probably feel good. Feel like sex or anything else, wouldn't it? And then when you get bound, you go do it again. And you go do it again. And you go do it again. Why? Because now you've been led by these feelings rather than the word. Look at them looking. That's the hook. The hook is there's pleasure in sin for Then after a while, it becomes bonded. Sneak it, duck it, hide it. Hmm? Just the other day, seen it on the news. Praise. And comes home, find his wife in bed with his best friend. You know what he did, don't you? Killed both of them. You know what the system did, right? Put him in jail. I said, for what? He did right. What did he do wrong? Good thing ain't no judge. Isn't that amazing? Was that not justified? Is that not Torah law? Oh. That don't nobody go out and commit no damn adultery. But we still believe in Cain in here. So with feelings mean more than what the word does. This is where Satan ends up with a foothold. Not just that, anything. I anything. It is a fact. More selfish people are living today than ever. Think about this. Y'all do know when you go in the, into the supermarket and you have a baby that ain't trained right and you take that little cart and you go down Action Alley or down that aisle in between we get ready to check out they, there's a reason why they put all that candy on both sides y'all ain't never watched that show pull up the buggy the children's eyes get goo goo they see all they Mom, I want that. No, you don't need it. Mom, I want that. No, you don't need it. Mom, you better be quiet. They try to give them something, take it and throw it. I go, 
You know, you see stuff like that, the, the father and mother instinct comes out in you. It ain't your child, but, but you have to restrain yourself that make you want to slap the hell out of them. And that ain't anger either. That's righteous indignation. I remember when I was a little boy, and I would be the one walking. And Samuel being a buggy and Kira being a little seat thing right here. Dad told me, look here, boy. I'm going this store. Better not touch me. Okay, we're in the store. I think I hit this, I, I picked up this manager's jaw or something like that, and it dropped. In my day, they didn't wait to go to the parking lot. I got my ass ringed right down the aisle at Giant Foods. Somebody said, Giant Foods. There used to be a place called Giant Foods. Believe me, I have vivid memories of giant food. My dad let me have it right there on the spot. Because he told me not to touch nothing. So I had an experience. Next time I went to the store, do you think I ever touched anything again? They children can touch everything. They tap the whole store. Nobody says nothing. I see children cutting up. I'll stop what I'm doing and literally do like this. I looked at one person and said, you going to let them get away with that? I said, don't worry, I won't tell nobody. I'll pull guard for you. You want me to? <laughs> that ain't because you hate the children. You love the children. But there's a right way. Not today. Not today. So you see what I mean? In generations, things that used to convict us. It has no bearing today. Whatsoever at all. I mean, evil in my day, in going to school, was chewing bubblegum in class. Evil today, they, they got porno happening right there on cell phones, right there in class. Evil in my day was going and taking half a roll of toilet paper, wadding it up and throwing it up on the ceiling. That was evil in my day. Evil today is, is going and, and, and uh, slicing the ties of the teacher. Evil in my day was taking one of the teacher's cars and turning it sideways in the parking lot so they couldn't get out. You know, about five or six of them pick up the rear end and move it. That was fun. <laughs> Today, they want to bust out the window and beat up the teacher. See, things are going from bad to worse. But anyway, and that's all because of this spirit right here. Selfishness. See, a righteous man cannot stand a selfish man or woman. Children. Today, humanistic world teaches permissiveness in child raising instead of father-mother discipline. Proverbs 22, 15 says, foolishness is bound in the heart of a child. We, we're switching right here. We're going to children, okay? All right? We got to leave this, this thought stuff because it's beating all up bad. Foolishness is bound in the heart of the child, but the rod of what? Well, what, what the rod going to do? But they tell you, just sit down and have a counseling session and talk to them. Did anybody get any counseling sessions like that? 
I got a council session, but my council session usually came while I was getting this raw. You understand what I mean? I mean, I was being counseled while while the was coming down. And I didn't get these little two-second whoopings. My whoopings last, it seemed to me like an eternity. My whoopings, it seemed like I it seemed like when I was getting whooped by mom and dad down, I was getting 15, 20-minute whoopings. It doesn't seem like it, even though they're only about five minutes was short in a day. Anybody ever had a five-minute whooping? Raise your hand if you had a five-minute whooping. Some of y'all lying y'all ass off. How I many of y'all had them whoopings where even after you got finished getting whooped and they still didn't feel satisfied and they came back and got you again? <laughs> See, people call that abuse. I said, uh-uh. I'm going to tell you what, them whoopings did me some good. And watch this. I was so selfish, I still to this day don't believe I ever should have got one whooping. figure that one out. I thought I was treated unfair. I mean, one day I was just sitting there with a softball in my hand. I was looking at, <laughs> I was looking at our living room window. <laughs> Threw it through the window. <laughs> Dad, I came out, what the hell? All fingers pointed towards me. Chuck it through it. You know how that ended, don't you? See, it wasn't evil to me. So what all? Just give another one. I'm telling y'all real life stories about me. But see, believe it or not, the devil's done become so cunning, so keen today. That's how we even view wickedness today, though. We justify ourselves because we're so selfish. We don't even see why we should even be punished for it, much less rebuked and reproved for it. Why? I ain't harming nobody because that's the condition of our minds. We justify ourselves. We're right in our own eyes. But when someone has greater wisdom, greater knowledge, greater understanding, they can clearly tell you the error of your way. And the fire of the whooping is to convince you of the error of your way. Needless to say, I didn't throw softballs through windows no more. See, it changed my course. Does that make sense? That thing went black. Here we go again. Proverbs 19, 18. Chasten your son while there is hope. And let not your soul spare for his crime. Giddy, you ever got a whooping before? You ever got a whooping? You ain't never got a whooping? Tell you that. Now you know better than that. You know you done been tied up. I can't tell you a few times. You get it? His car is only three and a half months old. 
His mom looks at him and says, cruising. Y'all don't know that kind of talk. Yeah, you cruise, cruise. You get that? Cruise. I mean, you better not bother me. Not just yet. I mean, he's going to get plenty of spots, but not just yet. You know what I mean? He be looking at you cruising. He'll go, Kyle, he'll go. You think that mean anything to him? Do you think I'm talking about his kind? No, I'm still talking about us. That's exactly how we behave. That's exactly how we do. We're grown. So nobody ain't going to tell us when we're wrong. And even if they do, we still ain't going to receive it because in our eyes, it's right. So we justify ourselves. That's why we don't get convicted by nothing anymore today. And we insulate ourselves and we protect ourselves from correction that is righteous. Is that not bad? Now, the book says correction is grievous. But there's a certain class of people that's only grievous to them. Unto them that for sake of the the Bible says if you be buffeted for your faults, take it what? But what if you can't take it patiently? See, that's what your mindset is. What if the shoe don't fit? Can't you take it patiently? But no, you got to contend and argue and make mouths at and lift up your voice and make scenes and throw stuff at it. Y'all ain't never seen all adults do that? And they're trying to convince you that they're mature while you're watching this show. See, we, we, we just like children. Just like children. I ain't fooled with this thing again. But thoughts, unchecked, will come back and revisit you again. Are y'all hearing me? Thoughts, unchecked. I thought that was a perfect example of what Ashley gave uh, about when you don't do something. About something that injured and hurt you so bad. And then later on, it comes up in righteousness as in doctrine. And then you end up despising and hating it. You're not despising man. You're despising the one that made the law for it. Now, forget about me. Just like Peter said, you ain't lied to me. You lied to the Holy Ghost. That's what you did, Ananias and Sapphira. I'm up here as a silhouette preaching and teaching and stuff, and you getting mad at me, but you're really, truly, your issue really, truly is with him. You got some serious issues and trouble. So Israel, we had better check ourselves, and we better check ourselves real fast, especially before this Passover right here. We better check ourselves real fast. Because you won't believe some of the stupid stuff that people are literally getting put out of fellowship by. I mean, talk about the dying all the bit. You won't believe the stupid stuff they, they do with this people out. They won't stop. It's, it's, it's not foolishness, Elder. Stuff. It's just, you look at you do like this. You've got to be kidding. You've got to be kidding. Now we got people living on community saying, you know what? I don't want to be on community. I'm like, wow. 
Wow, let me get this right. Let me get this right. Okay. Some of us been out in the world, bad career, family, and life has led us to this point. You didn't have a place to go, and then we let you on the community been living it for the last six, seven, eight years. Now all of a sudden you come to the revelation today that you don't need to be on no community. Y'all hear this? Y'all hear this? And we got people that's been at the highest levels of professional football and stuff, and, and they're doing nothing but community. I mean, what Brother Kabir is doing up there is totally unselfish. What other rich man do you know that will house 20-something saints? And then seeking to go down here and buy some more land and stuff, some land down here and sell that stuff up there so they can live even more, commune to own a farm. What other rich man do you i tell you one thing, there's one man that ain't going to let riches keep them from glory. I help people all the time. Pastor, you want me to give you all? Nope. Already got it. Got you, got it. We in Israel, got it. And besides all that, ain't no way in hell I want to sit there and manage all that money. That's your headache, you do it. What's wrong with that? Well, he's supposed to give up. I told you, he just got finished giving up. See, but it ain't your way. Isn't that a crazy? You don't know of another millionaire that was, I mean, look what y'all put him through. God flat out told him, you don't love me. Can you imagine that? But Daniel said he could have ran for governor of Wisconsin and won. That's, that's, that's the type of influence he had. And Kabir said, I do love you. You will be tried. And it wasn't even a, a month or so after that, he got tried. Where to get hit first? Wife, Job, family. So don't sit up there and tell me that Kabir don't love the father. You get it? He didn't put wife or children before the father. Nobody before the father. He didn't put friends before the father. Nobody. Before the Father. Hearing that? He said to me the other day, he said, hey, Pastor, I'm doing this little transfer thing right here. He said, it's a lot of money. He said, I need to put it all, I need to, uh, if you don't mind, I need you to put it into the church account down there. He says, now, if you don't want to give it back, it's totally up to you. but I would like to have it back <laughs> in some way. You know what I mean? I said, oh, brother, ain't no big deal. If you want to move money around, ain't no big deal. Now you can put it there. You can have it. Believe me, I don't want it. See, every single time that somebody is placing something in your care, you have to give an account for stewardship. 
Most of us ain't never even taken into account. We read the stories, but it, it really ain't near and dear to us, though. Everything in y'all is a test. But no, he, he ain't say he can have it. He said, no, no, uh-uh. All this is going to be used for the kingdom. Hear a bit of it. The work of the kingdom. So you know what happened when Kabir first came around, right? We had this one guy. He uh, First thing he did, he had a business he wanted Kabir to invest in. was named John. The, the guy who used to dye his hair. John, John Campbell. John Campbell! The shyster. Hmm? The, the penny-pinching shyster. And then he got mad and upset because Kabir, I told Kabir, don't give him nothing. Kabir said, Pastor, they don't give him nothing. Got all mad. As soon as somebody come around with money, everybody thinks that they're entitled to that money. Isn't that amazing? The said, oh, every time somebody come ask money, he said, nope, the pastor told me don't give a nickel until I, until I ask him. And he holds true to that too. Sure did. He sure did. Still does. Isn't that amazing? You know what I'm doing, right? Unlike the Christian. I'm preserving and saving his heart. See, because IUIC has another professional football player that retired from the NFL with millions of dollars. His family is dead broke. Because they gave away all that money to IUIC. And then when they had to move them out of the houses, they was actually housing some of the bishops and heads in, in homes where they didn't have to pay no more in affluent neighborhoods. And you know what them people did? crashed that house when they had to get out. Defecated and threw it against the wall. How you I see? Tell me I'm wrong, how you I see? Israel united in Christ. Amazing, isn't it? Isn't it amazing? Somebody asked, why are you always coming out against how you I see now? Because every single time that people go over that way, they slander and defame and run down straightway behind the scenes. What you do behind the scenes, we do in the open. You hear that? And I always say, give me a name. Anyway, don't want to get too much off the message. I don't want to soften it. Y'all still got some conviction going on, right? So if y'all ain't got no conviction going on, we'll get right back in the message. <laughs> but see, this is how you deal with things as men. So when I make changes and have to make moves and do stuff, it ain't nothing personal. I still love you as a brother. Just that you ain't cutting the mustard. Sisters, brothers, I put somebody in a position to help motivate you to be better. Look at them looking. All of them looking at them. All of them looking. Glory to the king. We ain't going to prosper as a people if you're, going, if you're commanding and demanding to stay lethargic. Complacent. We ain't going to get better as a people. We're not here to be stagnant. We're here to get better. We're here to go from faith to faith and glory to glory. Does that make sense? That's what we're trying to do. We're not trying to hit, let all these people come in because there's a flood of people coming. And I'm watching the spirit. Everybody's just trying to get it easy and fine. Nope, back on the cutting edge. 
that back, back on the cutting edge, right where we need to be. That's when we produce and get stuff done. Ain't that right? Glory to the king. Pay attention to these damn thoughts. Don't sit up and let them run around crazy in your mind to where they influence you and where they possess you and then they have you acting out. Ain't nothing but devils. Who was that? They gave Ananias that thought? Satan did. Satan did. Isn't that amazing? And the issue that Peter had was is that you listened to Satan. You know what it probably was? Well, if I give him all his money, I ain't going to have nothing. I had a brother come here, and he gave everything but some of it. I said, brother, go over and get that money and bring it over here. Give it, put, put it right here. You know what he did? Put it right here. I knew that at the time he didn't really truly understand the gravity of what was going on. So he said, here. I said, good, thank you very much. Get right back to him. Look at him looking at it. Here it is. He put $10,000 right here. I said, good, thank you for giving it to me. Good. Now I give it back. Look at him looking. I know y'all can't believe people behave like they can. That right there was just a preserved soul. Good brother, too. Good brother. And by the way, $10,000 don't last long enough. Uh, $20,000 is like spending $20. Look at him looking at it. How long does $10,000 last on the community, brother? Bro? <laughs> he said, I, I could use it first day. <laughs> huh? The reason why we're on community is because my personal experience is that the people are there, they're really serious about serving God. I didn't say that if you're not on it, you're not serious. I did not say that. But at least, at least in my experience, it seems like they should be. But that doesn't, it's, it's not that way all the way across the board because if it was the case, then people wouldn't be seeking to leave. Where are you going to? You leave this place, where are you going to? I'm going to tell you where you're going to serve your father, the devil. That's exactly where you're going. Because there ain't nothing else to do in this world. I mean, I mean I come on, I've been living just for a little while. And I done pretty much figured this thing out. This is it. There ain't nothing else to do in this world at all but serve Jesus. That's it. And anything other than that leads you straight to the damn pit. And mind you, I'm saying pit, hell on it. I'm not saying all that because it ain't a fear tactic. Because those of us who serve him, you can't scare us with hell. You understand what I mean? Because we know we ain't going anyway. I mean, dang, if I look at some of the scoundrels that are written about in this book, and y'all had mercy on them, man, boy, he, 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 his, his mercies are new every morning, then, isn't it? Shoot. I look at some of these patriarchs and what they did. I said, man, there is a chance for me. There is hope for me. Boy, <laughs> uh -huh. oh, that's some serious hope for me when I see well, how y'all gave. Woo. Now, don't worry. I'm not going to be presumptuous either. But I'm going to thank y'all for his tender mercy. Y'all learn anything? Let us think.
Y'all better get your name in on Passover. Y'all plan on coming. That's for sure. Get your name in on Passover if you're planning on coming. Israel, better watch Satan, because Satan is at the door. This booger is trying to sneak in hard. Tell you, some of y'all, he will get. He's going to get some of y'all. Huh? Some of y'all, I'm telling y'all, man, the thief come up not but the what? Steal, kill, and destroy. Y'all hear that? I'm telling you, Satan working hard. And he just about got some of it. Better hope this word is able to deliver you. Most high y'all, we thank you for all things. We pray these saints sink deep down our heart and magnificent name. And y'all sure let the words of my mouth, the meditation of our heart, be acceptable in thy sight. Oh, y'all, my strength, my redeemer, dismissed in the beautiful name of Yah, Yahshua. Shabbat Shalom, King Gunner.